0: The title of this episode is Vibrational Alchemy. So, I'm really excited for this episode. I um I have literally been using products of our guest for a while, and I finally got to connect with her, which was so fun on this episode. I'll tell you more about it um, in just a bit. Um, but it's a funny story. So, anyways, I am thrilled to share this with you. Um, you know, occasionally I find cool products or cool things um, that I love, and I create this thing called a love list. Um, And I'm doing it again this year. This is one of the things that will be on the love list, which will come out in December. Um, I love to pass along things I love, right? Isn't it cool to share with other people the things that you love? So we'll get into this in a second. Um, If you didn't hear the episode last week, um, I am coming together with those who feel called into Sacred Circle, which is a place where... There is love and safety, a place where we can transmute energy, a place where we can connect to the new. And we're going to do this all with the intention of activating your soul purpose. So if you feel like you know your soul purpose, awesome. We're going to activate your soul's highest alignment of that purpose. If you feel like you're not sure what your soul purpose is, awesome. We're going to get some clarity and some confidence around that. And I'm super excited. When we come together in heart centered connection, things just reconfigure, right? Energy reconfigures. And, you know, at this time, a lot of people's sole purpose and mission is just waiting to be awakened. And it's really important right now that we activate this um, for the collective, for your individual life. And so I'm going to talk about things that I haven't shared yet. On the podcast i haven't shared in the facebook group um and really go deep with this so i'm excited to kind of have this sacred circle moment with you guys um and share kind of the details that we don't always get to get into and we'll have some time together to do that so that is really fun and there's a cool thing that happens when we get in sacred circle whether you've been in a sacred circle or not does not matter um But when we get around this type of energy, we start to open our heart center and we start to then attract more heart-centered individuals. And we start to get excited about exploring our intuitive experiences and our lives and our missions. And all of that kind of energy just breeds more goodness in your life. And so it's amazing to watch things expand after people come out of circle. And sometimes like you know you learn a lot of new information you hear a lot of new stuff and it's like okay i'm just digesting all of this and you come out of sacred circle and you may not even realize like what has shifted except for everything has shifted in that moment that's what's so exciting about energy work is that the energetic shift happens in a nanosecond and then it just starts growing in your life And just by being present for the sacred circle, you receive the activation, whether you're conscious of it or not, and it starts expanding in your world. So people message me all the time um, when I'm working with them and they're like, well, this is happening and this new thing is stepping in my life. And I'm like, yeah, that's how this works, right? When we start shifting our energy, what we see looks different in our life, which is really fun and exciting to watch that all open up. So if you want to join us, you can go to thesoulfrequency.com forward slash soul purpose. And if you have questions too, we'll be taking as many questions as we can. Um, So if you get there on time and be able to submit your questions, it'll be super fun to dive into your individual questions on soul purpose. So All right, we are going to have fun today because I am a big fan of our guest and her products, and I'm so happy that I finally got to meet her and sit down with her and have a conversation. Um, Gina Covel is with me today, and Gina is a nurse for many, many years, and she actually took a break to help a friend open a metaphysical store in Los Angeles. And during that time, she was learning about aromatherapy and vibrational medicine and the healing properties of crystals and how to uh, use a pendulum for dowsing. And she started to perfect her dowsing skills. And this awakening happened um, where she started to learn how to make and use elixirs. And she found that she was compelled, literally daily, to create these elixirs. And she would use distilled water that hold the frequencies of individual crystals. And she would use these combinations of crystals and artwork and other things, just really working on the energetic level. And then she started using her dowsing skills. And then she was being guided to combine essential oils with the elixirs and the vibrational frequencies. And gradually this became collection known as the crystalline essence um, which is the name of her products and she started selling their sprays and elixirs um, at different expos and just traveling through the california coast And through the exposure, practitioners found the elixirs and they just kind of started, you know, people started coming, how vibration works, right? People started coming and carrying them and being interested in them. And she now lives um, right outside of Sedona, Arizona. And she feels like this is the true calling that really emerged for her. And it's so... Wonderful. I use her products for clearing. Um, they smell amazing. All of them are super unique, and they have like, you know, they have the distilled water, but they have vibrations of things like hibiscus and chickweed and um, and tourmaline and galactic energies, and then there's essential oils in them like basil and cinnamon leaf, and all of them are unique and they have a unique intention to them. So. We're going to get into more of this, Um, but I just wanted to convey that I am a big fan. And literally, as I'm recording this, um, her spray called Magic is right here on my desk. So with no further ado, Gina Covel. Gina, I'm so happy to have you on the show. You and I connected. I have to give, before I even let you talk, I have to give a little background because I think the universe brought us together. Um, I have to tell the story. So I'm sitting at my desk and for those of you who listen to the show, I have a little credenza that sits in front of me and on one of the shelves are these beautiful vibrational sprays that I purchased, oh gosh, it's probably been a year ago. And I love them and my son loves them and my husband loves them. And my son will say to me, mom, you need angel protection. And he'll come over and spray (laughs) spray the spray on me. So I'm looking at them and I'm like, Huh, I want to know more about who made these. Like I never knew you, I just knew these sprays, and they've been amazing for ritual and in our family. So I look you up and I immediately feel like I have to do a session with you and talk to you. And so you and I connect. There was an amazing session that happened, and and it was amazing. It was like I met like a soul sister, right? That I felt like I had known forever. And so here we are because I want to share these sprays and beautiful Gina with you guys. And so I will let her um, tell a little bit about her journey and and how these sprays came to be. Take us back. like Where did this all begin for you?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, they began quite a while ago, probably about 25 years ago now, I guess. Uh, But all my life i've always felt like i've been very guided um, sort of like uh, a mommy kitten picking up the kitten by the scruff of the neck and taking them somewhere and dropping them it's like I would be going along my life and all of a sudden I would be picked up and dropped somewhere, or something would monumental would come in my in my existence that would take me in a different direction, but always felt very guided. And I was um, in the process of getting a divorce, and a a flyer came in the mail from a woman who was um, doing a class on dowsing and hands-on healing. And I'm a nurse, so I thought that would be a very interesting thing to do um, that would also help me move through what my transitions that I was going through at the time. And, um, long in the short, she and I became friends and I actually, and I actually helped her open a metaphysical store in Los Angeles, in the Los Angeles area. Um, so that's how I learned how to use a pendulum, which I kind of took to like a duck in water. Um, and I learned about crystals and essential oils and, um, you know, mixing them and various things. So um, I was very guided after probably about six to eight months of working with her. Um, I started in my use of the pendulum and dowsing, I started um, getting guided to make elixirs. She actually, as a gift, gave me a a book by Grundis, which is a book that is channeled on how to make elixirs. And just stuff started getting downloaded for me. Almost every day I would be sitting, for me in the mornings, I would sit in the shower cross-legged going, with my pendulum, how many elixirs am I supposed to make today? Okay. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. then when I get out, I get those, it's basically a clear glass bowl with distilled water. And then you'd put, different crystals in them, put them out into the sunlight, moonlight, bring it in, label them, whatever I was getting, or label them just, this is a turquoise elixir or a tourmaline elixir or a pearl elixir. So um, that started my, what I call now my pharmacy. And I, through the years I've learned that I'm a vibrational alchemist, pretty much. so gradually, as, as I was using the pendulum and asking what to do with the elixirs, suddenly they started getting joined, and one day I got, I was sitting in front of, a, I think, a book of essential oils, and I intuitively got that I was supposed to get some, so I just got the list and went through with my pendulum, which ones do you want me to buy, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, it you know, intuitively and with guidance I got, I was going to start making sprays and that's when my list of seven, um, I think there's seven, I've lost count through the years. I think I have over 30 sprays now, but um, so the Angel Mists came through first and I think the first one was called Being Confident. Um, I don't have the list of ingredients now and I certainly don't know them on the top off the top of my head because I have so many, but... When I put the vibrations together, I was sitting there going, okay, what is this now? And a picture of someone I know who lacks confidence came into my head. So I'm like, oh, is this being confident? And I got, yes, that's it. And then I went to the list of essential oils and asked which ones to use. And then once I got those put together, I know there's blue chamomile in there and I maybe lavender, something, anyway. um, So then I would ask how many drops of each, and I just wrote it down. So now I have a whole little recipe book of everything. Um, And then I started, I think my first show I did was probably back in the mid-90s, maybe 1998, or so, was the... I started big at the um, Whole Life, Con- Conscious Life Expo. No, I think it's Conscious yes, Life. yes, yes. whatever it used to be. Now, I- it was a long time ago. But anyway, so this huge convention. And I remember sitting on the floor with my girlfriend. We had just gotten the labels for the elixirs. Um, from the printer, and we're <laughs> we're putting labels. We're making elixirs on the floor of the convention, putting labels on them <laughs> to sell, and 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 labels on the um, on the sprays. So it was really an adventure. So since then, I have some. I have a, a, a one major chiropractor in the Orange County area who found my sprays over 20 years ago, and he his chiropractic group have have been purchasing and recommending and having my sprays for their clients for over 20 years now. So it's kept my business going um, because after about five or six years of trying to do do the business way back then when this started, I ran out of money and had to go back to work as a nurse. So I really couldn't do the shows and things so well. Um, But as of Three years ago now I've retired, so I'm back out doing shows, and now my nursing practice has turned into much more of, thank goodness, a healing practice where I, I'm able to connect and, clear, and um, clear energies from peoples, and also I, I make custom elixirs. Or vibrational frequencies like the one I sent to you to take yes. in the night- nighttime to help open up your um, intuitive processes for your new path.
0: Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> so, and I got to tell you, so like I love trying new things, anything that is frequency, vibration related, right? Like DNA activation. I mean, I'm just like a yes across the board, right? And I just try. And I feel like, do I feel this? Does it, you know, does it, because when we do like energy work or when you feel like very powerful things, you feel that shift in vibration. Like when I use the sprays, I feel a shift in vibration and I've used them in ceremony. I've used them in healings. I've used them in many different capacities, like both with myself and other people and and we all feel that. And what was interesting about the elixir, cause I just started using that. You just sent that to me. I think um, you
1: probably just got it yesterday. So. Yeah,
0: I just literally got it at the time that we are recording this. Um, and I also got your brand new spray right in front of me right there, Magic, which I mean, who doesn't love that. When she, she's like, I have a new spray, Magic. I was like, send that my way, send that my way, please. <laughs> um, and my son loved it too. I'm like, he's like, I want to be magical. Um, but But when I got the elixir, what was interesting is, you know, you put a few drops in water and I think you stir it five or more times clockwise, right? And when I first took it, like I could feel the energy moving through my body. Like I could actually feel my body kind of like repositioning itself. Um, So it's fascinating to me, like what, you know, what taking in energies, I mean, so many, like my friends and I talk about this too, because there's many times in life prior, I'm going to say my prior life, like 10 years ago, where, I didn't feel the subtle energies like I do today. I didn't, you know, it's like you, you're very in your head, you're, you're working, you're busy. You're not feeling all the little shifts. Like right now where I'm at in my life, I feel, I feel, I always say, I feel like I feel the planet. Like I feel when stars move, I feel nature. I feel things that I did. not I never used to feel right. There's that heightened sensitivity going on. And so I'm just always interested in things that, that That shift energy, right? And that create a vibrational change. And um, I'm fascinated at how these things are created because I really, I know you and I've talked about this a little bit, but maybe you can go deeper into like, where do you feel like this guidance is coming from for you or how this awakened for you? Because I know the feeling when you're sharing about, I just listen, I ask, right? I use a pendulum, I ask how much of this, how much of that. And like, there is an element to the work that I do where I feel like I just step out of the way, right? And let right. let whatever whatever knows best come through. Um. So, so where do you, what's your understanding of where this is coming from?
1: Well, th- as I was developing into these things. Um, I at at one point, one one day I was sitting with two girlfriends. One channels and the others very was very much, they were both much more spiritually open than I was at that time. This was again about 20 years ago. And um, we were astro traveling. As far as I knew I was kind of just there in the living room. I, I wasn't feeling much of anything. But but we were together and I could sort of see, you know, as, as they were describing going out and suddenly they're like, Oh, Gina, we're, we're at a, like a, a lock where there's a door, but we can't go through only you can I'm like, Oh, okay. And it was, um, it's, it it's on a planet or it, it was a door that led to a planet called ku which is in a, in a, another galaxy more than that i don't really know except i i am there and i am here at the same time and um on that planet, I have, it's kind of like a cave, if you will. I, I know I, it feels like I go downstairs under the earth or under the ground there. Um, and I, there are shelves with jars of things that are, it's like specimens from all over. What I get is that they're from all over the galaxies, plural, um, of like specimens that are frequencies that will help. What I'm doing is I'm bringing intergalactic energies here to Earth and opening people to their galactic selves, if you will. Um, Recently I've been, um, in the now, watching uh, quite a bit of Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia television and that has helped me to understand more of um, what's going on listening to Randy Kramer talk about extraterrestrials and um, and how within the next year or so, he says that he's allowed to say that we will be having contact. In fact, we will be going to other planets to learn, and they will be coming here to learn. It's like a an exchange is starting to happen. And I've also gotten very, very um, positively that sometimes at night I go. So I think I'm taking earth energies off planet also. I know sometimes I wake up with just a right sided nosebleed that only lasts to blow my nose and then it's gone for the day. And I think that's like my re-entry point. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to out there for some of your your no, it's great, comments, but um, that's the, the the truth of what I do. So, um, it's it's very interesting, and I'm still. It's sort of like I learn while I do <laughs> because yeah. the person I work with and help. Um, it's it's new things come up because it's their stuff that I'm tuning into and and working with to to upgrade, I guess, is the best way I can
0: say it. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because in, uh, like there are different levels and layers um, to awakening, right? Uh-huh. And And I feel like in my journey, there was awakening to how do I change my human life to feel more in alignment with who I am, right? Like waking up and going, wait a second, I just build a life for myself that doesn't feel good, right? This isn't like really the life I think I'm supposed to be living in. And, and then, you know, that like reorganization that needed to happen and changes that needed to happen in that process. And then feeling much more in alignment, which for me opened up alignment with nature, alignment with planetary, you know, transits and movements. And, you know, I can feel and sense things in a whole different capacity. Like once once there wasn't so much distraction from being like, out of alignment, then then that turned on for me. And what's really, um, and I haven't talked a lot about it on the show. I'm I'm probably just starting to talk about it. But the next wave for me is this cosmic connection. And to be really upfront, I've had some moments of just, you know, I have I have an ego too that's kind of like what in the world, right? Um, and then another part of me is like, oh, this is this is who you are. Like, this is truth. Like this is, you need to, you need to be courageous with this. Right. And you need to speak about this. And so, you know, same thing as like when new information starts coming in, we have our own process of integrating that and understanding that. And I shared in uh, my Facebook group that I had a night in June where I, felt like I was plugged into the wall, into a light socket and I couldn't sleep all night. I was just receiving like boatloads of information. It was coming very quickly. And it was my first, I've had similar experiences, but not at this level. Um, And so finally I decided to get up because I clearly wasn't going to sleep that night. And I just started writing and typing as fast as I could this information. I've been sharing it in bits and pieces um, in this Facebook group that I have. But But I think, you know, I think we are, as a society, waking up to something so much bigger than what we have ever realized and clearly like, just even with your logical mind, like it would be bizarre if there's only life on planet Earth. I mean, come on, right? Like that, that just doesn't make much sense. And as we start to understand, you know, frequencies and bandwidths of energy and that things can exist at different frequencies, right? Which is why we don't see everything in the three-dimensional you know, frequency. Um, then, then it starts to become a lot more interesting. And I think, you know, like you said, cosmic disclosure um, has some great information for those of you that haven't watched this on the Gaia channel. Um, there's just a lot of great technology that we haven't been privy to, right? That, that certainly our military and our governments have been privy to. But this is the time I think we are all waking up to this and need to know this information. The technology's coming now. Yeah,
1: so that's good. They're talking a lot about the med beds and things that will help heal people. One thing I, I haven't brought up yet is that um, I work with a group called the Council of Blue Light that are off planet, and um, they're. I, what I get is that they're that I'm a, a member of of that group. Needless to say, and that we are. Um, all beings from all over the universe that are here, that are guiding us through this enlightenment time that we are going through. Because as we move through this time, they are also as above, so below, or as below, so above. So they're going through the transition with us and they want to help so badly. I mean that's that's what we're here for
0: yeah and so that's a great question like I always think about this like how can we be more receptive to help like what does that look like for because I know there's a lot of off-planet higher dimensional help that is wanting to you know speak through people and and just find its way and find it you know make its message be here on earth um what can human beings do to be to be receptive and to welcome that help
1: the most important thing is to ask. I mean, we
0: we've
1: here as the Bible says, and I, I'm not a Bible thumper, <laughs> truly, but I've, I'm learning so much about how, um, how the, well, how it works. But with the angels and guides, they can't help you if you don't ask. And what what i've been learning more and more is we think with our left brain that's that's our thought that's our our humanness but our spiritualness is in the right brain so if you can if you can go into meditation and cl- calm the left brain down with the thoughts and the the earthly Earthly troubles of your daily life and allow your right brain your intuition to start coming through more your guidance that that will be your guidance it's like what information do you get there I know sometimes when my guides when I'm when I'm doing something and they really want to get get my attention, I'll get a severe earache. It's like, oh, that means I have to something is going on that I have to pay attention to, or I have to ask what 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 do you want me to know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or what should I be doing? So it, it's it's like learning. You, it's it's really letting go of the the fear and the the everyday chaos that has been bom- that bombards us every day between the television and the internet and the you know the the traffic on on the 405 or <laughs> you know right. like <laughs> which is serious <laughs> <laughs> you know or it's picking up the kids from school whatever it's 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 letting it's it's just going into stillness and into your heart. I I I tell many clients it's like listen to your heart it's, and your gut a lot, you know. Uh, see see where that intuition speaks to you the most. Cuz our heart is really a bigger brain than the one on top of our heads.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And it's interesting. So through conversation, like too, like we activate different parts of ourselves. So I'm really fascinated at this, like within the work that I do with other people and then how I receive this. And so I wanted to share one of the ways that you activated something in me and brought it up to awareness, or I even call it help me remember. Um, We were talking about like restoring and seeing people's fractals, like these, these aspects of their cosmic being. And, and so I was talking about in my work, like how I'm, how I'm pulling in some of these cosmic aspects of people and like, and basically having them remember them and become aware of them and utilize them. And what Gina said to me, I think you can, do you ever draw or do you ever paint or anything like that? I think you said to me something like that. Uh "Do Do you draw or paint? And I said, oh, well, I color mandalas with colored pencils, like the is already made and I'm just coloring the color. And she's like, forget about that, do away with those. She goes, I think you can draw people's fractals, right? And I, you know, whenever new knowledge comes, right, even for me, who's been on this journey for a while, it's like, I don't know, can I do that? Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I've never thought about that, right? Like, until you said that to me, you said, what do you use? And I go colored pencils, right? And I do this as like a moving meditation. I color because I have a child too. So I got back into coloring and, you know, just returning to that joy. And it's something that just kind of takes me out and I can just color. And and I bought the colored pencils for my son. I would have never bought them for myself, right? Right. I bought them for him and I love them. He uses markers. I use the colored pencils. So, so Gina was like, well, why don't you create a fractal of me? Right. And then send it to me. And so I sat down that night and my son was coloring and I thought, you know, let me just see if I can channel this. And, and what came through was just like a burst of light in the center. And then there was the green all around it. And a lot of this, like this DNA, right? Like, and and really what was coming through is like DNA being re-encoded or, or changed around, like upgraded. Um, and so I got this clear picture and I just drew the picture and I thought to myself, me, myself, Shauna would not pick just green, right? That's not the color that I would choose. I would choose to make it more colorful like a mandala, but it was clear that it was green with this burst of light. And so I sent it to her and I was like, you know, I don't know if it'll, if it'll touch any nerve or there'll be any significance to it. And so when we connected today, um, do you want to share it? Like I sent it to you and what did you think?
1: I mean, it's just magnificent. It's it's kind of, well, it goes from the, the left to the right going up from the left corner to the upper right with, it's like a, a burst of energy, but with DNA going through the center. I mean, it kind of could, it's sort of like a sperm, if you will, with the DNA tail. And then the head is like golden light, but with little strands of DNA coming out, like confetti around Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and and swimming through like energies. It was yes. very beautiful. And I mean, I, as soon as I looked at it, I, it completely resonated with me. And then I, sh- I, I just showed Shanalee a picture that um, a woman had done for me over 20 years ago when I first started doing the, doing shows, this was, um, from a, a San, she was in San Francisco. She does um, soul portraits, and it was again the the golden globe in the center, but then with green um, green a green halo coming out around it, if you will. So it was it was quite similar, but with the upgrades now. Twenty years later,
0: <laughs> that that blew my mind. She showed me a picture of it, and I was like, "Yeah, like that's what I saw." Um, so it's amazing. And I think this story, like, you know, what we can take away from it is like, there are things just waiting on the surface, right? Or right on the periphery of our reality, waiting to be remembered and waiting to be discovered and rediscovered. And and the, the value in connection and connecting with other people, you know, high vibrational beings and other people on the journey is we get those activations, right? Those, those like sometimes when you connect the energy of these two people, it just opens doors, right? And sometimes it's both ways for both people. It's just like, whoa, Absolutely. right? Like, oh, I remember. And 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 I've had like several clients and I've had this experience too. And I, I've kind of, I have this experience with you, Gina, like yeah. where there's a remembering like, oh, we know each other, right? Like right. <laughs> this is like lifetimes ago, right? We're just coming back together at this change point in humanity and connecting and and saying, oh, I I remember this about you. And then I'm saying, I remember that about you. Oh, right, right. And somehow that energy coming together is a remembrance for both people. So it's just, it's really extraordinary and beautiful.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So one of, you know, another thing to look at is for, for everybody, especially now also in this downtime that we have is... What, what were your passions? What are your passions? What did you love to do as a child? Look back at that because that's probably a very good indication of
0: where, where your passions are now yeah and who and who you really are, like what you were naturally inclined to do before other people yeah. told you you had to do other things, right, or you thought you did to like earn a living. I think it's so wonderful, and I think the returning to that is so important and I'm wondering, like, from your vantage point with with like the sprays and the and the different types, you also have like chakra sprays. I have one I have a couple of your chakra sprays, but what is that how does that work um are you working on each chakra through each spray? each Each of the sprays works on a specific chakra and the
1: the energies that go with it, so root chakra would help you ground more or get connected to the earth um, but sometimes well i 'm getting it, it. it also helps because it helps to ground you so that you can open more in your third eye or be more grounded when you 're uh, it just helps fill the gaps of okay. of what what you need. I also have animal spirit sprays, um, like Raven is good is good to help with your um, keep you in your integrity. Mm. Um, lizard is my favorite because it's let's see if I can remember dragons and lizards, the shadow dwellers, dream time is calling, open open your, it's like open your heart to the nature realm, let fairies come out to play.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That one's
1: my favorite.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. So it's the, the wisdom of, of the animal, different so, animals um, and what they the medicine they bring? Yes. So, then there's
1: greet the dawn, which is rooster energy um, that I had. So I took it like I, to make the elixir for it, I took the, the feather of a, of a rooster. The lizard was actually a lizard my kitties took care of, but it wanted to be in its spirit form. It wanted to go into a spray. I did not put it in the distilled water. I put the clear bowl of water next to it. So it ah. was touching the outside of the bowl. Just in case. (laughs) Just in case
0: anybody's like, wait a second, here. What is the, I've never heard of these. I I didn't even see these, I think when I, I don't know if they're new, but what are the hydro lumination sprays?
1: Those, well, those started when um, I, I got a Kagan water filter and it makes the high alkaline water to drink, but then what comes out the other side is high acid water. And um, being a nurse, I and also living, I live outside of Sedona, seventeen miles west of Sedona, pretty much, and so it's very high desert, dry, and um, our our normal skin pH wants to be about four point five. Um, For the the acid mantle on our skin, when we wash our face, it's with water that's usually about seven pH-wise, so it's more uh, more acid, no more alkaline, and um, and so we wash all the acid off, and our skin gets alkaline, and that dries it out. So the sprays um, are using that acid water that comes out of the from the alkaline water. Only you can turn it up to about a five.
0: Ah, pH. interesting.
1: Um, that's a little harsh. So I, I make it about four point, uh, about 5.5 five to 6 pH-wise. And then mix it with um, essential oils. And you spray it on your skin. And then just let it dry on your face. And oh, your skin feels very smooth. I'm Ooh. sorry. I'll send, you, I'll send you a sample.
0: My oh, I would love that. I'm like, I got to try that. That's so cool. And then and then I wanted to also talk about the um, clearing sprays. What are those good for?
1: Um, those, uh, you know, I, I ask, well, they work better than Sage from what I've been hearing from people. Plus for, well, the, the chiropractic office that is my main per company that uses the sprays, when they buy eight or 10 of the being confident or you know any of the other sprays, they buy 20 of the floral clearing spray because they use it to clear themselves, to clear the treatment rooms in between clients. And that way you don't have this, the smoke from the sage um, right. and, and it gets rid of the energies that they're clearing from people.
0: Ooh, that's great for any type of practitioner. I'm going to say that's yeah. a must-have. I got to yeah. get myself some of that too. So, um, I do my own clearing practice in between clients, but that's just something really good to have. We like I mean, I said, the the energy of it. There's two different um, clearing sprays. The
1: energies are the same, but the first one I made was very floral, and I'm like, oh, guys aren't going to like this very much, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too. Too airy-fairy for the... So then the other one is more woodsy it's called, but that's got juniper and cedar wood. So it's more of a, a heavier smell, but it's beautiful also. And all of my sprays are very light smelling. They're not a perfume. The smell just acts to trigger and then it dissipates quickly, so.
0: I'm glad you said that. They are not like a perfume. It is. It's it's a, they're the smells are gorgeous and beautiful, but they're light, right? And you do feel, I mean, it's it's you feel the water, right? The lightness of the water, like distilled water. And then and then this beautiful scents. I mean, I don't even know. It's only obviously from another planet that you come up with these mixtures because it's not stuff that you like, there are certain scents people always put together. Right? Like you find it in candles or you know shampoos or things like that these the blends in these are so unique and and so different from from you know spray to spray
1: right. I've never taken an aromatherapy class they my guides will not let me <laughs> they just, <laughs> you know it it's like well, magic, read the ingredients in magic you have you said you have the bottle there, yeah, hold on one second because. I, uh, some of the, the, the ingredients I would never think to mix together.
0: So. Yeah. So there's hibiscus, chickweed. Well, those yeah. are the, those are the frequencies. Oh, go to right. the
1: essential. You can read the Oh, other
0: side. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, vibration. Okay. We got to talk about that. Sorry. Okay. The vibration but, is the hibiscus, chickweed, twin flower. How do you pronounce the next one? A, a joint? A-J-O-I-T-E. A-J-O-I-T-E.
1: A-J-O-I-T-E. a is a beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's like a quartz crystal point, but it's got a robin egg blue phantom inside it. Wow. It's beautiful. It's from South Africa. And from what I understand, um, at least that mine, I don't know if they found more um, recently because I got my stone about 15, or more years ago, but from what I understand, they blew up the mine and you can't get it anymore.
0: Wow. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've never heard of it.
1: it. But it's it's a gorgeous, it, it's for like goddess love energy. It's beautiful.
0: So beautiful. And then there's tiger eye vibrations, selenite, la, is it lava, tourmaline, what's the other one? Pec, pectolite? Yes and galactic energies. And then the essential oils are basil, cinnamon leaf, orange, and rose geranium.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would never think to mix basil with cinnamon. No. And and rose geranium.
0: No. And it's heaven. Mm, it is just heavenly. Like I, I could spray these all over me all day long. Like, um, and we, you know, when I come in my office too, I use the sprays just to clear the space. Like I also, you know, play the bowls sometimes just to kind of clear the energy. Um, and I just find these sprays and what they've done in, it's very interesting because i like I said, I've used them in ceremony and in ritual and I just find them to be something that's a very important aspect um, to that as well. So I take them whenever I go to do a healing. So, and it's funny because it's like something that, I mean, you could say, you could argue like, okay, if you don't have the spray, it's okay. Like, no, I will turn around and come back to my house to get the spray. <laughs> I'm like, we're not going anywhere without that thing. Um, so, so I can't say enough good about this. Um, can you tell people where they can order these if they're interested?
1: Uh, well, the com- my company is called Crystalline Essence um, and so they can go to CrystallineEssence.com.
0: Yes, you guys, get yourself some <laughs> of these. Um, and, and I'm also available
1: um, if, if anybody wants to call uh, the landline because I live in a very bad cell area. <laughs> But if anybody would like to know, like, what would be the best sprays for them, because it is sort of overwhelming with over 30 to choose from, I'm very willing to use my pendulum and douse quickly what would be best for them and get them a very concise order put together. I also can do gifts for, you know, your mother, your daughter, whatever, (laughs) it's like... And I don't, I don't even need to know their names. I'm a, using the pendulum. I'm pretty good at, if you think the question, I can get the answer for you. It's whether it's, if it's yes or no.
0: <laughs> I love that. And what a beautiful offering to just be able to speak with you and, you know, see what is the best or where to start. I think I ordered like eight or nine of them to begin with. I just looked through, I just felt the vibe. I'm like, okay, this and this and this, um, and tried them all on for size. And they're all amazing. I use them interchangeably at different Different times um, so I can't recommend these enough they literally sit across from my desk I stare at them every day I'm yeah. glad I finally called you <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> I awesome. these all the time and using them um, so wonderful so I'm going to ask you the four questions we ask all of our guests um, the first question is really about truth and I think that when we come across a deep personal truth in our life or something new opens up for us that that can lead us down a whole different trajectory in our life It can really be a big catalyst for us. So looking back on your journey, what was a big truth that you realized at a certain point that kind of led you down a different road?
1: I think basically it was just that I was more than just my earthbound humanness. (laughs) That that I was connected to and, and could hear guidance, if you will, that, that, that I was guided, that I was protected and moved along for a purpose. Boy, I never had any, I, I knew it was for a reason, but March, I was like, oh, yeah, now I know. Right.
0: <laughs> Whoopee, here we go. Yeah. Oh, this is what I came for. Now I'm remembering, right? <laughs> It's very true. It's Go very true. not quite sure where,
1: where this is going, but I'm open to help and be available uh, however I can be. That's so okay.
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. So, so when you were opening up to this, what was it that you needed to release? Like whether it was a belief system or a way of seeing yourself or a limiting belief, um, people, places, like what, what needed to be released for you to really step into this?
1: Um, mostly it was, well, I, I grew up with uh, a father basically who did the, nothing I did was ever good enough issue. So pretty much letting go of that, which, you know, of of course it comes and goes, you can never let it go of it all the way, right away. But, um, you know, just continually realizing that I am good enough. I do what I'm doing is right, that I'm on the right path
0: constantly
1: mm-hmm. is is the best.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because, you know, I think we grow up with other people's stuff Thrown on us, or their imprints, or beliefs about us, and like, you know, really releasing that at some point on the journey, um, as much as possible, and it's a continual process, right? It's a continual right. journey. Um, Is a really beautiful, a beautiful gift to self, I think. And um, and what was the experience as you started to live outside of that? right? That was his really, not yours. Um, What started to happen for you as you started to say, no, I am enough. I am on this right path. I'm obviously receiving all of this guidance that is moving me in certain directions. What happened for you?
1: Just constant little confirmations um, that what I was doing was right or um, that I wasn't crazy that when, when people would try a spray or Hold, hold, just hold one of the elixirs um, and have an immediate response to them without even knowing what they were. Sometimes people would be, a person would be talking to me at a show like the Conscious Life Expo or something, and, and they would be talking to me about something, and, and like one of the elixirs or a spray would call to me out of this side of my eye, and I'd just grab it and I'd, here, hold this. And they'd, they'd hold it and, whoa, what's that, you know? And I didn't know why or what, you know, just constantly having affirmations like that as I, as I went along. Also, as a nurse, just having my patients say what a wonderful angel I was. And, and in those moments, boy, I could feel my big wings coming out to help them. I I was in San Francisco as a nurse at UC San Francisco when AIDS started. And I love, I'm a triple Scorpio. So I, I love working with dying patients. And um, that taught me a tremendous amount about myself and my healing abilities.
0: Yeah. And one of the most incredible things is like being with somebody at that juncture in their life. I've had, that experience twice. I've been called into that experience twice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it is so sacred and yeah. so beautiful. And sometimes healing is allowing peace for the crossover to happen. Yes. Right. And yeah. We tend to think healing is saving somebody's life, but I learned, you know, really more of a, a broader definition of healing through those experiences that I will carry with me forever. It was so beautiful. So I love that, I mean, of course, right? Of course you are a beautiful angel that helps people in those moments. And and so what is it that keeps you in a high vibration? What are the things that keep you in alignment, maybe practices or rituals or things that you do every day to kind of stay in connection with your, with your higher self and your guides?
1: Well, since COVID, Came into being. Uh, I'm totally enjoying every morning now, getting up with the sunrise and going out to work in the garden. But I also have lots of animals. I live on an acre and a half. I have a 34-year-old Arabian horse Mm -hmm. who thinks she's a big puppy dog, (laughs) and uh, I don't ride her. She she well anyway, but. Yeah, but she so she makes the fertilizer for the garden very nicely. I have <laughs> lots of chickens, ducks, geese. And my house when I bought it came with a peacock. So ah. at the moment I have four baby peacocks and two moms and a and a big boy. So it's that's really fun. Um so my animals and uh and having this this beautiful place that I live live in um really helps. To ground me and then when I get to go out and do shows and meet people and do healing sessions um you know that just enlightens me so to to my powers and um I don't know I I just try to stay in my right brain as much as as I can and be guided daily or moment to moment pretty much in what I should be doing whether it's changing the water in the duck's pond because it's gotten a little too dirty and they're not happy with me or calling my sister because I hadn't talked to her for, and she's thinking about me, you know, it's, it's <laughs> yes. it's like, well, what? Okay. I did that. Now what should I do?
0: <laughs> right. It's so beautiful. I love that you have all of those animals around you. I mean, I know that exchange is always like full of tons of, they're talking to us. I hear <laughs> I hear him out there. Is it him or her?
1: that's the rooster oh the rooster
0: okay I, we heard him we heard you he's like hey hey hi <laughs> I they can feel that vibration for sure talking about him yeah <laughs> oh that's so wonderful well thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and sharing the sprays and all of your amazing products and also you know the work that you do in session with people I found it to be extremely valuable like I said I feel like I found a soul sister again and um, Um, And I love the sprays and I just can't say enough good about them. So I'm super glad you were able to come here and be with us. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you, Shauna Lee. It's been an absolute pleasure and I'm so happy to have a new friend.
0: Yes, (laughs) 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 exactly. A new friend and an old friend all at the same time. I'm Shauna Lee and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.